Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets right here on Bloomberg Radio. Carol Master along with Caroline Hyde. Coming up next, Caroline, we're going to talk about M&A, record year last year, and everybody thought it was going to slow down, but we really aren't seeing that this year. Yeah, and when you think how the year started, I'm still braced from when Cisco swooped in and took out AppDynamics just before they went public for way above the valuation they were looking to list for. Is this market hot? Is it too hot? And what about some of the, you know, political and geopolitical risks ahead? Well, could it be destabilized? All right, we'll get into that in just a moment. Back to your top business story as an update on today's trading session. Here is once again, Charlie Pellet. All right, I thank you very much, Carol Master, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ. They're all trading lower. And let us begin with crude oil. This update brought to you by USCF. We've got the close of floor trading from the NYMEX. This update brought to you by USCF. Invest in what's real. Visit USCFinvestments.com. That's USCFinvestments.com. NYMEX July WTI crude futures settling at $47.40 a barrel. The S&P 500 index down a point to 2437. That is a drop of one-tenth of one percent. Dow Industrials down seven to 21,198. A drop there of less than one-tenth of one percent. NASDAQ down three points to 6302. A drop of less than one-tenth of one percent. The 10-year down 530 seconds with a yield of 2.18 percent. Gold up a dollar fifty the ounce to 1281. Higher by one one-tenth of one percent, and crude oils down five-tenths of one percent to 47.42 a barrel. Lots of questions about the Trump travel ban and what it could mean for the hospitality industry. Arnie Sorensen is the CEO of Marriott International. He was interviewed this morning on Bloomberg Television. We have talked to the White House, but just just one time, I met with Gary Cohn and others uh, as sort of an industry group, uh, and we're trying to make sure that we articulate this uh, this need, okay, fine, let's protect ourselves, but let's at the same time recognize that there's a really economic opportunity here that we need to grab. And Marriott shares are trading lower right now. They're down 1.6%. So again, recapping equities, lower S&P down a point, a drop of less than one-tenth of 1%. One I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. All right, Charlie, thank you very much. Charlie Pellet with a Bloomberg Business News Flash. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets right here on Bloomberg Radio. Greece. And you've got to love the opinions on M&A Outlook we're going to get next. Howard Lanson, Manager Director at Baird. Great to have you joining us on Bloomberg Markets. Thank you for your time. And I'm looking at, well, are they the one that they want? They are willing to put up the multiples. We're seeing multiples climb in the last six months versus the previous six months. We're at, what, 10.1 times EBITDA transaction multiples on average with the median. Tell us about whether companies are willing to just pay a little bit too much right now for the ones that they want. Yeah, and it's great to be here again with you. Uh, you know, the summer definitely is going to be hot with M&A activity. The pace of activity is incredibly high. Uh, the deals we have in backlog across Wall Street uh, w- will be coming out at probably pretty high multiples. And as you mentioned right now to the last six months, we're tracking multiples above 10 times, which is historically very high. And sellers are, are definitely viewing this as a time to be in the market. Buyers are aggressively looking to win auction processes. They are attempting to even preempt some of these processes before they even get into auction. 
and they're really stretching to push valuations into record high territories. Howard, what is it that the CEOs that you're talking to at companies who are interested doing and interested in doing a deal, what is the prime reason? What's the catalyst for them wanting to do it at this uh, juncture? Well, right now we're seeing an inflection point in growth expectations, and we're coming off kind of comparisons from last year that were relatively low, and so there's a sense in the market that we are now on a new growth trajectory, and so their viewpoint now is this is the time to buy if you're a buyer, because you want to be there at the beginning of this growth trajectory, and so we're talking to CEOs and corporate boardrooms. The M&A topic is number one on their agenda because they want to be catching that wave, and they want to make sure that they're placing their bets appropriately. So when that inflection point, they hope, actually hits the ground, they want to make sure they're running. Are borrowing costs coming into the equation? Because we're seeing high-yield issuance you know, storming ahead. We're seeing yields relatively low. Is there a worry about getting in ahead of, of the Fed? Yeah, I think in terms of the financing markets, we continue to be very supportive M&A, and we're looking at senior loan volumes in the leveraged loan market on pace to set a record here. They're up 90% versus year-to-date in 2016. High yield has been incredibly robust, looking year-to-date about 26% up versus the 2016 uh, figure. You know, there is a concern about the Fed. I think people think the Fed will be pretty moderate in its rate increases, and at least people are hoping for that. But what's really important is the spreads, and those continue to tighten across the board. And we're seeing uh, spread compression between first and second lien securities, and we're really seeing the cost of capital really not increase too much, even though the benchmarks are rising in terms of the Fed. In terms of industry sectors, Howard, where do you see more activity happening in the second half of 2017? Well, it's been interesting uh, recently in particular is that the rally, whether you're talking in equities or in M&A, has been very broad-based. And so we would say that across the board, M&A activity will be high. And we you really can't pinpoint one sector. We, just, we think that the, the market is primed across the board for increased levels of activity. And are you looking at M&A from the public markets or from private markets? Are we seeing companies getting in and getting the startups as a disruption that seems to be this inflection point of growth that you talk about? Yeah, it's it's both public and private companies. And when we talk about that growth, what's really interesting is that, you know, we always joke that it's all about the Gs, and it's all about that growth rate assumption you make in perpetuity. And uh, perpetuity means forever, and that's a mighty long time, to quote the immortal prince. But that what that means, though, is that eventually these valuations, these high multiples, have to have growth to support that. And if this inflection point that we hope is coming, if that doesn't materialize, you're going to see these valuations come down pretty rapidly. And by that, I mean, you know, there's a pretty strong assumption that we've got a pro-growth administration, but we need to see some action out of Congress. And eventually, Congress needs to pass these initiatives to sustain these types of growth expectations that are embedded in these valuations. And that really is the key, is making sure the growth matches the valuations. Otherwise, you're going to see things kind of unwind pretty quickly. Um, One particular sector, though, I know I asked you about this uh, earlier, but is there one sector in particular that you think will be, we'll see more activity than the rest? Yeah, and again, it's it's, it's broad-based, but we, we think that really anything tied to uh, the kind of the, the, the basic industrials should continue to be robust in this kind of market environment where you have expansionary growth. Usually the industrials lead the, the, the pack, but as always, tech and healthcare 
always seem to lead the pack uh, year over year. And so we, we would anticipate those two sectors in, in, in addition to industrials to, to lead the pack going through the rest of the year. Yeah, especially when we think about health care. It's being disrupted, but there's still an awful lot uh, to there's be done. There's a lot, yeah. yeah. Hey, Howard, thank you very, very much. Howard Lancer, he's Managing Director of Mergers and Acquisitions Group at Baird, uh, joining us on the phone from Chicago with the latest on uh, M&A activity. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. Carol Master, Caroline Hyde, and this is Bloomberg. Let's get a check on the latest world of national news headlines. Once again, we've got Nathan Hager in our Bloomberg 991 newsroom in Washington. Hi, Nate. Hi, Carol. The stage is set now for fired FBI Director James Comey to testify on Capitol Hill this Thursday. White House spokeswoman Sarah Huckabee Sanders says President Trump will not invoke executive privilege to prevent Comey from appearing before the Senate Intelligence Committee. Director Comey has become uh, the subject of intense scrutiny from Democrats and Republicans alike, and this is the first time that he will speak publicly following the president's decision to fire him last month. Bloomberg Chief Washington correspondent Kevin Cirilli. Comey is expected to be asked about his memo that claims President Trump urged him to stop the investigation into former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn's Russia ties. Sanders also says President Trump isn't trying to pick a fight with London Mayor Sadiq Khan. The president's been slamming the mayor since yesterday over his response to Saturday night's terror attacks that left seven dead. Those tweets are threatening to create a diplomatic rift with UK Prime Minister Theresa May. I'm very clear that Sadiq is doing a good job as mayor of London. We're working with him working together, and that's important. May is now facing calls to revoke her invitation to President Trump to make a state visit to the U.K. later this year. Among those calling for the revocation, Liberal Democratic leader Tim Farron. The State Department's banning U.S. diplomats from visiting religious sites outside Cairo following a string of deadly terrorist attacks. U.S. Embassy says additional attacks are possible and Americans in Egypt should take prudent steps to enhance their security. There have been four attacks targeting Christians in Egypt since December. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. This is Bloomberg.